0: October 1st, 2020. I'm Ron Scharf. I'm Avi Kaufman. And this is Accent Insights. Well, today we we sort of went off plan when we were doing our pre-podcast chat. uh, We were talking about a bunch of listings that we thought we could talk about, and one of those listings kind of caught our eye. That's a listing on 23 Winslow Road. It's a condo. It's an up-and-down condo, um, brand-new gut renovation, a four-bedroom, three-bath. Asking 1.9 million dollars, which is uh, 719 dollars a square foot, which is sort of you know where things are for that kind of product. But what caught our eye on this is when we looked at the street view on Google. We noticed that 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 the picture on Google showed that this house was under renovation. But you spin around and the two across the street were also under under renovation. And you know, Abhi made the comment to me that that Winslow Road had a little bit of an Alston feel, because it is very close to Calm Ave. And, you know, obviously Brookline, it borders other towns. And, um, you know, there are a number of blocks that are like that. Avi, why don't you say a little bit more about, you know, Winslow Road and what it feels like, what it has felt like uh, until now? Yeah. So,
1: uh, 23 Winslow Road. Winslow Road is a, is a street that uh, I cut through it often uh, in between Com Ave and Babcock Street. It's uh, very close to Calm Ave. And like a lot of the streets that, that are close to Com Ave in the north part of Brookline. Uh, It has a lot of uh, students, a lot of renters, a lot of uh, multifamily houses that are used. And sort of the student rental population would be the feel of it. Um, But like you said, a lot of the houses have been turning over and being turned into uh, condos for owner-occupants. And uh, it's not the only street that's just over from Alston and Brookline where we've been seeing this effect. Uh, Another street where we've seen this perhaps even more dramatically has uh, been Verndale Street, which is it's off of Harvard Street. It's a very centrally located. Uh, but we've seen a big change there over the past,
0: say, five or six years as well, right? That's right. I mean, I, I think you said something very, very important, right? This The student feel, right? A lot of these multifamily homes have been rented out. To students and young professionals. And the economics of it are great because if you could you could rent to two or three students or pack people in young professionals, and the rent would be much higher than it would be for, let's say, a family, because you know, divide the rent in four, it becomes more reasonable. These students don't mind, or these young professionals don't mind sort of living in closer quarters. It's sort of your, your first home for your first job after college. My brother lived on Verndale Street right after college. Um, and you know, again, it's a lovely block, but it was definitely always had you know, this very studenty feel. And that's largely because there was one uh, landlord who owned, you know, I think six or seven houses on that block. And we both had clients who bought on Vernail Street. I had my clients who bought on Burndale Street bought in 2013, when I think there was a there was a developer who bought an older house and did a gut rehab up to Brookline standards, beautiful, beautiful job. And it sort of stood alone on the block at that time. And so it got, you know. It, it, it fetched a reasonable price, but it was definitely a discounted price compared to a similar product, even just a few blocks away. But as you say, and you know, this is changing a lot. Verndale Street, that one landlord has recently divested of all of their student rental properties, and it's like it's it's a complete renaissance over there. There's, you know, I think six brand new construction, you know, relatively uh, in the last year, I think there's four and, a, and, and two or three more, not much older than that. And I think Avi, you had some clients who bought there as well.
1: Yeah, I sold one of them, I think, uh, two years ago. And, you know, I, I think that they got a, a great deal on it. It was a beautifully renovated, gut renovated house, almost 2000 square feet. And the price per square foot was 728 square foot. And, uh, you know, it's only gone up from there.
0: Right. And 728 square foot is is still, you know, may have been like a touch lower than a similar product at the time. But I think by the time your clients bought there, there were already a few other renovations and the the block had a much sort of newer feel even two years ago uh, than it did in 2013. I don't think there's much of a discount now at all. I think we're seeing, uh, well, we're seeing around 700 square feet for some of the recent sales. So, you know, maybe there's still just a tiny bit of discount, but I, you know, it's very interesting because the, the nature of the block has changed. You know, like my clients who bought, you know, even seven years ago are now in a completely different block than they were. And I think their values um, have done very well because, <laughs> because of this, this rental property character sort of going away. Um, I don't know where these renters are going to go. Maybe they're going to shift more into Alston. Um, but, you know, I think they're certainly priced out of the products that are there now. And I think this leads us to one other property that's sort of similar, not quite the same situation, but there is um, on the market right now, there's a single family house at 131 Westbourne Terrace. Um, This came on the market 16 days ago. It's a small house, 2100 square feet, uh, four bedroom, three bath. And this is literally the first house in Brookline, not the first house built in Brookline, but it is the first house over the Brookline line on that street. And Westbourne Terrace, it's not the same situation because these other blocks that we talked about sort of run parallel with Comav. So they, you know, they never sort of cut into the more traditional Brookline Westbourne Terrace um, does. Westbourne Terrace will come right into Beacon Street at Washington Square. So, you know, the closer you get to Beacon Street, the more sort of, you know, very Brookline it feels. On this part of of Westbourne Terrace, the very first entry into Brookline, it has more of of an Alston Brighton kind of feel to it. This is a nice house at 131 West Point. The kitchen is renovated. I mean, they're calling it a gut renovation.
1: Yeah. And this was, um, you know, this was listed only 16 days ago at $1.79 million, which for a single family in uh, Brookline is a good price. Uh, and they just dropped the price to $1.75. So that puts the price per square foot about $811 a square foot for, you know, a modest sized single family house, 2,156 square feet, four bedrooms, three baths. Uh, parking, if we had to speculate on why this hasn't been snatched up immediately, I think um, the location being just on that border there might be a factor.
0: I think it might. And what's interesting here is that, you know, I I actually have clients who bought a condo in the house right next door, which was beautifully renovated a little uh, longer ago, like uh, probably eight, nine years ago. Um, And then as as you continue down the road, Westmore Terrace also has been renovated like crazy. Um, you know, there are the, the regular two-family houses there. There's some very high-end rentals. There's one one guy um who buys a bunch of these and he rents them out for high prices to like high-end professionals. Um there is that sort of super modern three-unit, very tall complex we talked about a couple of weeks ago, uh, that aren't selling because it's super high price, but very modern, beautiful. So really as you as you run up the street. In the Brookline direction, Westbourne Terrace just gets better and better. I think one of the things that this property is fighting with is, you know, just over the Boston line, the stuff on that side doesn't look quite as good, right? The houses are a little bit older. There's a dance school across the street, a parking lot. And I don't know that those homes over there, there's only a couple of them, but they don't have the same sort of upper scale feel. You are right next to Whole Foods there. Um, You are in the Brookline School District. So you know this house has a lot going for it if it works for a family. Um, and again, at 16 days they already did a price drop. They're indicating they're looking for their price. Um, they've probably had a number of people through who said that wasn't their price. So this could be a great opportunity. Again, a beautiful house. You know, smallish, smallish lot, but with a lot of what Brookline has to offer on a on a block that's doing very well. And you you know, you walk out and walk in one direction, it's like you know another Renaissance.
1: I think that's right. Brookline's been a little bit of a different market than other parts of the state or the country where it tends to be buffeted against um, economic distress. The, the prices seem to be stable and past downturns, at least. Uh, but if we start to see changes in the market, you know, first we tend to see them in the outer suburbs and, and the exurbs and then uh, it sort of works its way into the Beltway more towards Boston. The same might be true. In Brookline itself, that if we start to see pressure on prices, we might see them first on sort of the first streets of, of Brookline, the streets that are just on the borders. Uh, so these are good ones to watch, and uh, you know we always like to watch uh, new construction as a bellwether for what's happening. But I think even more so, these new constructions and gut renovations that are right on borders of other towns, because they might even earlier than other places uh, foretell what's going to come.
0: I think you're exactly right, and you know for what it's worth. Uh, two units on Verndale street went under agreement, um, in the last two months, you know, relatively quickly, it's 45 to 60 days after they went on the market, which is about right for new construction. Um, so we'll keep an eye, as you said, on, on these units and, uh, maybe in, in uh, a future podcast, maybe next week or the following, we'll go over the market, um, a little more generally and just sort of see how things been doing in the fall, because we've had a couple weeks of fall market now, and, uh, it is interesting to see, um, you know, how it compares to prior fall markets. So preview of coming attractions. Um, I think that's all we have time for today.
1: Oh, there's one more thing we just wanted to mention. There's a new listing that we expect to also be on the market next week and we'll be able to talk about it then. Uh, 75 Goddard Ave is uh, a 6,000 square foot house on almost an acre of land of 0. 0.92 acres, 40,000 square feet, uh, seven bedrooms, seven full bathrooms, two half bathrooms, uh, three fireplaces for the modest price of $7.25 million. Uh, if you're interested in this one, uh, give us a call. You don't have to wait till next week, but we'll try and talk about it on the next podcast.
0: That's right. That's right. It, you know, if you want to go see it, that's fine. But you must pull up in either a Porsche or a Tesla or a Maserati or a similar vehicle. Otherwise, you know, we just can't take you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, If you have any questions, please reach out to us. We're info at accentbrookline.com, or uh, you can find our info in the show notes. Until then, we'll talk to you next time.